Hey there, and welcome to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new every week, or snooze for short, from our friends in the community. I think you'll find these conversations super informational as well as fun to listen to. Snooze are about what's new in my guest's photography world and how they're implementing it in their business, from pitching new clients to learning about products that are selling. Each guest will share what's hot in their business right now. This week's episode is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. All right, I am here with my good friend, East Coast friend, New York, New Jersey friend, Peter Hurley, on this week's episode of Something New Every Week. Say hello, Peter. Hello, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Cool. <laughs> Man, it has been forever since we've talked. And since I've moved out here, we haven't seen each other or any of that stuff. So, man, I miss you. How are I you? I know. Too. We used to hang all the time. I, I'm good. I've been good. I mean, I'm hanging tough in this climate, you know? This Doing, climate. Keep yeah. trying to keep it together. Yeah. Winning and shaking best, best we can. Waking up on the right side of the bed instead of the wrong side of the bed. Yes. I, and through all of this, we are finding ourselves on the right side and wrong side of the, uh, the bed on a daily basis. But that's the entrepreneur struggle, right? So, you know, yeah. it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. So for those of you who don't know Peter Hurley, which is, I don't know how this is even possible, but for those of you who don't know Peter Hurley, Peter Hurley is a New York City portrait photographer, specifically focusing on headshots. Uh, he is famously known for uh, high energy, if you've see, ever seen him speak, and uh, teaches people how to do headshots and build a wet headshot business worldwide. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, and uh, he's just a fun person to hang with. Is it? Did, did I cover those bases? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> if you see a maniac running around screaming at the top of his lungs, that's probably me. <laughs> right, and and usually, if you don't know who he is and you haven't heard his shebang during pre, uh, presentations, that's who Peter is. He's the yeah. shebang guy. So, yeah. Peter, um, we talked, we spoke. Um, I guess about six months ago at the beginning of COVID, you live in New York City. Uh, it's been, I know you were really struggling with trying to get back and forth to your studio. And, you know, let, let's start with, man, I miss New York so much. So just talk to me about, you know, what's happening in New York City. You know, what's funny is that I, I have a lot of friends all over the world, obviously, and all over the country. And the news just <laughs> hammers New York like it's like, <laughs> It's like the epicenter. It's a complete disaster here. And I'm like, everything seems kind of normal to me. Uh, I mean, it's not, you know, I even had friends come to town who moved out and were like, yeah, it's a mess in there. And I was like, I've been here the whole time and I don't even, you know, there are things that are quite noticeable, like, you know, when everybody was rioting and things were, you know, they were bashing stores underneath my you know, apartment and I live next to a Whole Foods and there's a line outside and I'm like, and then the line came back last week and I was like, what is that all about? What's going on? And my wife was like, well, the toilet paper's missing again. I was like, people are starting to freak out again. <laughs> like that. I was like, what? But traffic is back. Uh, foot wow. traffic is, is fairly busy, but traffic, I mean, if people are coming into the city, I just think that uh, we got a bad rap 
we're taking a hit, um, but I think it's New York City. I just think it's going to be back to normal eventually once once the whole pandemic thing sorts itself out. Um, I'm at least I'm hoping for the best. Okay. Uh, in terms of me, I'm I'm back and forth between my apartment and the studio. And I was when I first came in. I quarantined in the studio for 16 days. I came back from Australia. I had oh, no shower. Right. I showered once in 16 days. I was like my wife was handing me food in the hallway like oh of our gosh. apartment and everything so it was a little crazy but you know it was we're fast forward to now um you know i think the city is starting to come back they're starting to loosen some things like now you can go into restaurants and, and eat and i've been eating inside uh, uh -huh. with social distancing and you know it's coming back so hopefully people will be more comfortable getting their picture taken right um which I have not yet seen here, right. but as, a, as the founder of the Headshot crew, I have my pulse, finger on the pulse all over the world, and there are people working like crazy right. in other areas of the world. So I don't, I don't, I'm trying to stay positive about that. <laughs> um, luckily, I have a number of businesses that I do, and I'm doing different things and I'm always trying to grow. So I'm working on other things besides my shooting, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I'm also trying to get the shooting going because I have the studio overhead that, uh, you know, I need a human being in front of my camera to, you know, to shoot. That's why I have this place. I don't have this place just to sit on zoom all day long, you know? <laughs> well, you sound pretty good. So that, that part is good. And uh, for the record, I've been, you, you did my headshot many years ago and I've been told recently that it's time for an update. <laughs> uh, I still love that shot. It's I still one it. of my favorites. So here I'm putting you. I'm putting you on blast right now. So my goal is I just started dieting again because I have been completely off the rails. So I'm back to fitness again, and I've been you know dieting and exercising. You remember how thin I was? You were so diligent. I couldn't so believe. So diligent. I down to have lunch with you when you were like okay you get lunch there i've got my little yeah. thing right here that i brought from i was like wow yeah you were uh, amazing yeah. you were really yeah. an inspiration back 1500 then 1500 calories a day for almost seven months it was horrible and wow. it, it's what's interesting is they talk about the sustainability of diets and stuff like that and i was on this it was a competition for my body at this point at that point and so the incentive was there for that but once i got off of it I immediately put weight back on again. However, it was very slow because I was still exercising. So, you know, it was kind of like the slow, slow leak in the tire, except the tire was going around my waist. And <laughs> anyway, so my goal is to lose about 25 pounds. And then when I hit that goal, I'm flying to New York and you're going to do my headshot. Oh, I love it. There yeah. we go. Are we the beard or are you going back to the goatee? They, what did I shoot? I shot I the had goatee. the goatee. I like that look when you're skinny. It looked good. I mean, it looked good. You look good now, but I, I, appreciate I just, that. I love that shot. I yeah. just do. It's yeah. just been, uh, it's at the front of one of these videos that I have. So I play that video, uh, you know, often and you always come up and I always think about it. And then I was like, that was at the, on the road thing where I yep. basically, we had just started our friendship. I mean, we it had. was like, right. Yeah. 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 It was the, one of the road shows, you were blowing up at that point, and you did a great job on that show. And and uh, yeah, that was that was a good time. We uh, I did a high school senior shoot here in St. Louis about a week ago, and the mom and the kid got out of the car, and she said, "Oh, I almost didn't recognize you. You didn't have the bow tie on." 
<laughs> it's still, it's still, it's still, because I use that bio shot on my website. So yeah. it's definitely, yeah. you know, when it comes to, so, you know, talking about headshots a little bit, you know, I have to say getting, you know, spending the time to get that really important headshot, it was, it, it was an iconic shot for me and it, it branded me for my business and, and who I was in the industry. I still use that image, but it, it has become such an important image for me to just, you know, make a case for how important headshots are today and, and in general. Well, for me, it, it really pulled out your personality. I think smile, it's a smile. The main one's a smile. I mean, the right. one that I, that I use, I don't know which one you use, how many we got, yeah, smile. but you know, it's, you're, you're, a jovial, friendly guy, I would say. I mean, you're definitely a positive energy guy. And I felt like, you know, that was, uh, there's, I call it camera invisibility. That just looked like the camera wasn't there. That was something between me. I don't know what I did or what I said or what we were doing, but, um, it's, that's my work. Yeah. My work is really right. how can I capture somebody? And the, and the, and the fact that you use it for your brand is exactly what I'm doing with people. And, and it's really hard to get to the the real person when you're behind a camera because the camera always coats somebody with something because they're trying to do something that they're not used to doing. Like, I model for eight years. You put me in front of the camera. I know the camera's there, and I start doing stuff. <laughs> like, I, I want people to forget about the camera, you know, and get something natural like your shot. I mean, it was really cool. It's really what my work's about. It's great. Right. And, you know, I, I so, yeah, I guess that's what my point is, is that, you really did capture me who I was, and uh, now I would I would just like to not have as many as much gray as I have right now as I did back then. Uh, those five or six years at WPPI definitely aged me, without a doubt. Yeah, so, I got I got some age on there. Uh, I look up, got a thing that flipped me back four years on Facebook. I was like, where did where did all this gray come from? <laughs> My beard was all red. Now it's gray and red. Yeah, yeah. So. Tell me about what's going on, you know, right now in your business and, and, and what you're up to. And, and let's talk about like, give me right now and what you see happen in the next six months. Um, I never really had a six month vision. My, my thing is that I'm, I'm like going stir crazy because I'm used to traveling and right. running around the world and going anywhere I want. Right. I built a business model around, I, I raced sailboats. So, um, my thing was, I, my goal was to become a world champion. So in order to do that, I had to sail everywhere. So I was like, all right, I'm going to set up workshops. I was really smart. I was like, I love teaching. I love shooting and I love sailing. Let me go wherever I'm going to sail. I'll set up a workshop and I'll go teach and be able to sail. So I set one up in Melbourne and one in Sydney and the world championship was in Melbourne and I went down there and then COVID hit and they canceled the world championship and I had to cancel my two workshops. Oh my gosh. And I, I don't know back. any of that. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I flew back and then I had to pay everybody. It's a mess. It's a mess. So I'm paying everybody. <laughs> I already flew down there. So I don't even know how much money I spent to get down there. And oh then I had all this money from everybody paying. I, and I was like, at first I was like, all right, I'll come back after this thing ends. And I was like, I'm on, I have no idea when I'm going to come back. So I just, said, I'm just going to pay everybody back. So, um, anyway, so that is, so what I'm looking at is, um, being one, number one, being super grateful for what I had when I didn't know I had it. Uh -huh. Right. I was able to do whatever I wanted to do to go anywhere in the world that I wanted to go. 
and I could make a living off my skill and talent and enjoy myself doing my hobby. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, and I don't think I would have stepped back and saw that if I hadn't, if this hadn't happened. So now, right. so now I'm like not in any super rush to do those things, but I'm like, okay, what was I missing or where can I grow or what can I do? And for me, and especially right now, so living in New York city and then the kids are going to college next year and I'm like, Whoa, okay, stop. Your girls are going to college next year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> so when like the, the, you know, the application process and this is crazy and who knows if there, there's even going to be any of that. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so we just, uh, you know, you're thinking about funds plus the studio overhead. Uh, anyway, thinking yeah, about the, you know, the momentum and everything that was built, uh, you saw it build because I took yeah. on teaching like a vengeance because I love it. Yeah. But my shooting was going so, and then I had products and then I had, you know, I have a, the headshot cruise, a subscription service, you know, I have my tutorials, all that stuff. And now all that's kind of like, okay, where, where do I go with this? Like I can't, I'm not really comfortable, um, churning out one tutorial after the next. If I'm not actually shooting myself, I, I, all my, all my stuff has always been based off of what I'm doing, but now right. I'm like, I'm not that busy. I've got the the I've got some stuff coming down the pipe that I that I did pre COVID that we have to adjust now that I that will come out eventually, but it's right. not it's a priority. What it really is, and what I I I think people should be thinking about is what is what who's going to come out of this with some new business ideas that actually flourish in this kind of environment. Whether you're doing, I mean, I don't know which direction the photo industry is going. My whole thing is I've always stay fo stayed photo-related and stayed on track with that, but I'm working on broadening my scope and going into figuring out how to use what it is that I know and my experience to affect individuals globally. So right. I teamed up with a, with a woman, that one of my clients who wrote a book who was in the Secret Service, and we're doing stuff. Um, we're calling it CYE Solutions. It's like create your existence. So it's how you operate on the inside and how that affects the outside. So I'm kind of the outside guy uh -huh. and I talk about how you, how your internal dialogue with yourself and stuff affects your face and how people catch that when you're meeting with them or when you're over zoom or whatever you're doing Skype or whatever, uh, in this day and age, actually. So we're doing a lot of presentations on how to present your best self over these uh -huh. over the web virtually. Um, which is cool. So we're doing that next week. I'm actually doing one this afternoon after this and, um, and working with her has been really interesting because she's got this background. She was just one of my clients. And one day she came in, she's like, and she kept needing all this content. I was like, what are you doing? So she was on spy game. She's got this other TV show coming out. And she said, you know what? You cover the part. Like I can work with them internally on themselves, but it's really what people see externally that you can be part of. So we teamed up and now we're speaking on the subject. Um, and for me, it's about that. Like, how can I take my expertise that I've done, you know, and I've used, I think the, the skill of being able to teach, uh, photographers has given me a lot of confidence. I, I notice it and this is something kind of cool. And I don't know how many people like go out there and speak and stuff, but when I speak to photographers, it's like, adrenaline rush like you wouldn't believe because I there's no fear like I'm like always trying to push my envelope and have more fun with it and be more outrageous or more whatever or drill them you know drill my concepts in in a way that I know works and people will yeah. get I try to be as entertaining as possible 
And then I spoke to, I, I'll speak to other groups that are non-photographers and I understand that all of a sudden I, that human that's in there with speaking to photographers takes a backseat to a guy who's less than that. And I'm like, why do I do that? Like, why did, like I spoke to a hundred beauty experts. I was on this panel with, um, Chloe Kardashian, which was really cool. Uh, <laughs> and she was the host and I was on the panel and there your were daughters must have thought you were so cool. Yeah, they thought I was really cool. She did a video <laughs> for me. She is the nicest person. She was so cool. And she did a little video for me saying saying hi to them. It was great. Oh, but that's at, cool. It was really – she taught me a lesson. So uh, there were 100 beauty experts. It was an event, and they every magazine in the city and everybody, every big one was there. And um, – the P, the press people made her take selfies with every single one of them. So she did a hundred selfies, oh and then the woman from PR is like, "You have to get in there and do one with her." And I was like, "What? Yeah, get in there, do the selfie with her." I'm like, "I'm not doing that." She just shot with a hundred people. She goes, she, "Just do it." I was like, "All right." So <laughs> Sounds like after, a PR person. After everybody was done, I did it, and I was like, I walked up to her and I said, "I, I think I got it on my phone. I could even play it for you." Hold on. Um, <laughs> so. I, I said to her, um, I was like, do you mind? My kids are big fans. Do you mind like blah, 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 or whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she, uh, let's see if we can hear it. Maybe if, I don't know if my phone's hooked up here, but I'll put it next to the, oh, that's it. Hold on. I'll play it for you this way. But why is my phone? My phone usually goes into this thing. <laughs> you can't see this on the podcast, but the back of his phone says shebang. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me see that. Oh yeah. I love Maybe. it. Hold love on. It. I'm gonna connect my um I'm gonna kick <laughs> connect my phone to this so you guys can hear this little thing. Oh, with that Chloe, is fancy. But, I wanna see how but, you do um, that. Yeah. All right, you ready? Here we go. Okay, hold on, it's coming in. <laughs> anyway. Um I just connect to. I have to yeah, I got, while got, you're while you're doing that. I just want to add that, like listening to these stories, is the single thing why I love New York City so much. Because the reason these opportunities came about for you is because you have clients that are connected to this global economy and this global business network, and somebody thought that you'd be good for this or that, and you wind up on some panel with Khloe Kardashian. This is why New York City is so great. And they knew that they could count on you to show up, do your job, and get it done right. Yeah. Here, listen. Ready? Here it is. Here's what I asked her if she'd say something to my kids. <laughs> hi, Mia. Hi, Noriana. Oh, and my hi gosh. Ellie. My wife. Oh, hi, Ellie. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Thank you guys for sharing your dad and husband with me for a few hours. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that's amazing. So sweet. It was really cool. Huh. It was really. I mean, I can't really even imagine how exhausting that must be for somebody to, to do events like that. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I heard she got like a million bucks for that one, but I was okay. like, well, well, for a million dollars, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty yeah. Yeah, useful. So, but for me, the point of the whole story was for me on stage with her, with a hundred beauty editors talking about the human face and non to non photographers, was a ball of wax that I had never done. I'd never done, and yeah. I and I was like, I enjoy this kind of challenge. So that's my thing. I was like, I think I got more to offer um, 
with more range, then I love, believe me, I'll always speak to photographers and everything, right. but I, I, I have a gauge on how I behave with them that I love. I love myself when I'm, I love doing it. I love challenging myself, mm -hmm. but now the bigger challenge is, okay, let's get this message that I have out to the world, which was the start of it was my TEDx talk where I talk about, you know, people not liking their face. You know, if right. you don't like your face, you know, what are you going to do? You're born like that. Just blame your parents. <laughs> like you're screwed. <laughs> You know, but get over it when you're in front of my camera. <laughs> right. And so, you know, and, and, and again, if anybody's ever seen Peter speak, you know that there's a high energy. There's there's uh, it's it's very entertaining. You possess a quality that many photo speakers don't have, which is the ability to really teach a lot and leave people with, you know, learning a lot and you know, their belly's hurting because they've been laughing for 60, 92 hours. Um, and and though, combining those two things is really difficult to find. And, and I can say that because I worked for WPPI, finding that that match of, of, of skilled uh, speakers and people who are working. And, and, you know, you mentioned before, like, you are, are having difficulty thinking about working, uh, speaking, because you haven't been very busy. So you don't feel that relevancy in, in putting yourself out there, even though you've been doing this for so long now, it doesn't matter if you didn't shoot for the next 10 years, you'd still be, you'd still have a lot to offer anyone who's building a business. But let's, let's just talk about, are you, uh, are you, do you think you're going to be, I, you're like me, you love being on the road, you love uh, going to, to different places. Do you see things starting to open up? Are, are you going to, if the opportunities arise now, are you going to travel and get out there again? Or are you going to wait till your kids go to school? Or what are no, you thinking? I, I don't know. It depends what it is. I'm, I have a trip planned for next month that my wife doesn't want me to do. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just been cooped up too long. This is, and this is a business opportunity too. So I'm like, it's going to be fun, but it's a business opportunity at the same time. I'm just going to go, you know, right. I'm just going right. to, uh, I'm going to be as careful as possible. I yeah. live with my mother-in-law. She's 76 right. and fresh. So, like, I don't want to – I can't get sick, but right. so I'm you've come a little more I think people are, people are taking it more seriously and uh, being more careful. And I think if I continue, you know, to be careful and, you know, be vigilant about – you know, I went out – I, I mean, bars started opening. So this, this, there's a bar in, in New York City where you throw axes – at a target, you throw an axe. So this buddy's like, this buddy's like, hey, we've lots uh, of those here. You want it? Really? <laughs> yeah. I know. I didn't know. Really? Wow. Well, there's one in New York City. <laughs> so the guy's like, look, we're gonna go to the throwing axe bar. I was like, where? It's called Live Axe. I was like, he's like, meet me there at ten. I was like, ten? What? The, what <laughs> open? What do you mean? What's going on? And it was the grand reopening of this place. Oh so you gosh. throw axes. So I went. I was like, I'll go. I wore my mask. But then I was drinking a beer and I took my mask off. And this woman comes running up to me. Hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Without a mask on. And I'm like, I'm drinking my beer without a mask on. I was like, you just can't come running up to me like that. What are you doing? It was like weird. I didn't say that. I was just like kind of. Just kept moving further and further away, and then I and then I finished my beer and put my mask on, and I was like, I feel safer now. Um, you know, but I mean, you just don't know. It's just craziness. So who yeah. knows? It's it's. I mean, things have really opened up here. I mean, for example, uh, my my son is playing football, 
And, you know, which I, I think to a couple of people on the East Coast are like, oh, my gosh, how could he be playing football? But um, they've opened things up and, and there's a couple of dads that I hang out with on the side of the football field. You would get a kick out of me. Uh, being one of those dads standing yeah. on the side of football oh, practice. Fox in the pictures. Right. Yeah. But uh, on Thursday nights, we drop the kids off and then we go to the bar around the corner and get wings and beers. And it's it's open. You got to wear your mask. Go in. And once you sit down, you can take your mask off. But there's there's it's and, and then and then five minutes south of here outside of St. Louis County, uh, it's nobody's wearing a mask at all. Everything's open. Everything's open till two o'clock in the morning. It's just craziness. Wow. So I, 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 I can't imagine, you know, that's why I was asking like what it's like there in New York City now, because it's, it's just, it's, it's totally different here. So it's weird to walk around without a mask on in New York City. Like people, like I, I walk two blocks from here to the studio, to the, my apartment. And when I don't have my mask on, I feel like, whoa, I forgot my, or if I forget it or something, everybody's got masks on in New York City. Right. Uh, all right. So we're about 25 minutes in. I definitely want to know, again, for those those people who don't know, know you you run this Headshot Crew. Can you give me the, uh, tell me about the Headshot Crew if you don't know what it's about. Sure. Um, I, when I was doing this, I was always trying to think about, you know, serving people taking headshots and somebody would call and i was expensive then i'm expensive now yeah and they like i need a headshot and i'd be like it's a thousand bucks or whatever and they hear click i was like <laughs> what the person needs a headshot i can help them how do i do it so i started coaching photographers and started to put them underneath me at a lower price point and they would shoot in new york and then we opened up i opened up a studio in la and the photographer in new york was like i'm moving to la why don't we open out there and i was like okay we'll do that so we opened out there and then I was like, wait a minute. Well, if I can do it in New York and L.A., why don't I just do it all over the world? So I started coaching people through the headshot crew. And then what we do is if they become, it's called associate status, they get to be an associate of mine. They got to get 15 shots by me in a portfolio. And then they're in our photographer. You, you, you get in the photographer search either way. But now I started this headshot booker agency and we've been giving jobs like left, right and center. And I always give it to the associates first, unless uh -huh. there's somebody like I just had, we had a shoot in London yesterday and then we got a, another guy that needed to be shot like outside of London and the London photographer to go there would be more difficult. He's my associate, but there's one of the guys I'm training in the town where the other guy is. And I, and he's been doing really good work. He's not an associate yet, but I emailed him. Last night, I was like, hey, I got a job for you. So we're giving out jobs all over the world now. Um, and there is a photographer search on it. So it's kind of cool. Okay. And to be able to get back and, um, you know, is just awesome. So there's a couple components to it. One is there's a find a photographer search. And if somebody goes through there, then and they email the photographer, the, the photographer just takes the lead. I don't even know about it. Like I don't get a cut of it. I get nothing. Right. They just pay their monthly fee to the crew to be part of that and get that contact. Um, but then through headshot booker, we handle the job for a global company. The company pays us a fee and then we farm out. We f get freelance photographers to cover it for okay. us. So I just have to know that they have my back. So I need to coach them. So I'm coaching all week long, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. We're live on, uh, on webinars we use zoom and we call them crew casts fridays is a we do a retouching thing for the 
platinum members in my group where they get into the, we call it the headshot crew cleaners is my retouching company. So it's the cleaners <laughs> Academy. Um, and, uh, we do that. So there's a whole, you know, program there and it's not, it's 25 bucks a month. It's not much at all oh, okay. to get coached get this kind of stuff. So I do a okay. weekly newsletter and I'm on live and I'll look at everybody's work and, and see how people are doing. And, and so we have Tuesdays are tough love Tuesdays. Cause I'm tough. Uh, that's where I do critiques. We have contests every week right now. Synology is, uh, sponsoring our headshot of the month contest. So okay. anybody can go there free, go to headshotcrew.com and just hit the Synology contest and throw your best headshot in there. And you can be part of it. It doesn't, you don't have to be a member of the crew to do that. Um, and then Wednesdays is wisdom and Weiss Wednesdays. Ivan Weiss is the, the guy in London that does our portrait track. And I do a little thing on success. And then Thursdays is crashing the crew Thursdays. So right now there's a crew cast going on with Robert Reed, who's doing a thing on capture one, which I'll jump back in when we get, when we get off this. Uh -huh. And then, so it's great. I mean, there's okay. just, it's constant. And you know what? Some of my best friends are in the, in the thing, which is unbelievable. And I, wake up in the morning and the guy who helps me run it is in Lisbon and I can, uh -huh. I just call, but, and I'm like, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm, uh, I'm able to talk to my buddy at 6 AM to fire me up for the day about my business. You know, it's kind of cool. cool. And, and, and it's funny that you say that that's one of the things that I miss so much about WPPI is that, you know, having friends all over the world, I would start getting messages like on my, train ride in from Johnson Wee or Keda or CM because it would be, you know, the evening over there. So I'd start my day, you know, getting fired up with those guys and then kind of work my way through the day. So that, that was great. All right, cool. So we say something before we, before we f stop talking about headshot crew. So I'm in Hong Kong. I go to Hong Kong, right? And, uh, Jason is with me, <laughs> and we had a mess of a show in Hong Kong. It was a complete disaster. <laughs> it was but we a disaster. It. it was a disaster, but we enjoyed it. So we're sitting in the airport in Hong Kong, and I was going back to Tokyo. I think you were coming back to the States, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what we were doing. And I was like, I called the my coaching program PH2 Pro because I was like thinking Peter Hurley 2 was the other photographer under me. I called it a PH2 session. And then I was like, it's a bunch of professionals. So it was PH2 Pro. And I was like, that's a dumb name. Nobody knows what that means. So we sat in, I'll never forget it. We were sitting in like the United Club or something in Hong yeah. Kong Airport, right? Uh huh. We were in some club. We were in the Singapore. I, yeah, Singapore one. Yeah, but it was part of United. Yes. And we, and we, uh, I, did, I went on GoDaddy or something and I got headshotcrew.com. I was like, I, oh I'm going to call it headshot crew that. there. It was that right there. Oh my gosh. I never thought I was too busy stuffing my face with dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was with you. I'll never forget it. Cause oh I was with my, Joe, my web designer and sitting with you in this club. And somehow that's where it was. That was where it started. That's, so what year cool. was, when was that? That was, must've been 2013 or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was 2014. I was already headshot crew by yep. then. Yeah. It was probably 2013. Yeah. Yeah. It was 2013 because I think I started uh, PPI at uh, 2011 or 12. So that would, that would make sense. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, was that the, yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Yeah. That, that's fun. So funny. That was such a fun trip. But at the same time, that trade show was a disaster. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Right? Oh, yeah, it was. And and I can't wait to get back there again. I really miss my trips to Asia were so much fun and and I keep saying to myself I need to find a way to get back there again and 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 enjoy it. But gosh, man, it just seems so far away now, unfortunately. Yeah. And I just don't know. So anyway, Peter, it's great to it's great to chat with you and catch up. Thanks again for listening and, to this yeah, week's episode of, of Something New Peter, Every Week. You should go check out. We the hope you learned crew. something new this week and, and want to once again and, thank our sponsor. You know, I think Miller's headshots Lab. in general. Make sure which to I check out the show notes for links to all the cool stuff if we've talked about. If you're a photographer, not a reminder, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by hitting that subscribe now button. You should be. See you next week on Something New. Thank you. Thank you for joining us again, Peter. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. All right. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Something New Every Week. We will catch you next week.